So just statistically speaking, uh, there's about 21 million Americans who have at least one addiction. So it breaks down into about one in 10. One in 10 people suffer from a, uh, of Americans suffer from some type of clinical addiction. And so addiction defined is, can be broken down into an, an, un, an unhealthy relationship with a mood altering behavior or substance that I persist in using despite the negative consequences. Basically, I know this is bad for me, it's, um, it's altering my mood, and I have an unhealthy relationship with it, but I still continue to do it. So that's an addiction that's defined. So it could be a behavior or it could be a substance. Right? So think of a behavior. Somebody who has an, a, a behavior that's addictive is, could be like being addicted to being in control. Right? There's just this addiction, I have to be in control. An addiction to being right all the time. Or an addiction to manipulating others to get what I want. That is more behavioral versus a substance. But then there is substance addiction, right? And that can look like anything. I could be addicted to the internet. I could be addicted to video games or social media. I could be addicted to drugs or alcohol. Even some shopping. That can be an addiction. Uh, a substance addiction. And so we have this idea of behavior addiction or substance addiction. And I don't want to make light of addiction. Addiction is a serious thing. Many people suffer from it, even in our own communities, maybe ourselves. And so I'm not trying to make light of an addiction because it is a serious thing that we, um, as Americans, even in our own community, that is a real thing. But there is an addiction that many of us that are sitting here today are addicted to that we don't even know about it. Right? There is a type of addiction that all of, some of us, most of us, I would say, either we're recovering from it, and thank God we're recovering from it, or we don't even know that we are in it, and we need to recover from it, or I'm in it and still uh, working on it. And so there is this addiction, and this addiction that I'm referring to today that affects so many of us is called, the addiction is called destination addiction. Destination addiction. Right, so what is destination addiction? Destination addiction is being addicted to the next destination. This next thing in my life where I'm going to experience joy finally, that I'm going to experience happiness, I'm going to experience peace, I'm going to experience that fulfilled life. That's destination addiction. That next stop and then I'll be happy. That next stop, I will experience peace. That next stop, it's coming up somewhere, somehow it's coming up. I'm just not there yet. And then we arrive and we're like, no, 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 it's the next one. And that arrives and we say, no, 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 it's the next one. So there's this addiction that we experience of a destination addiction. It's always the next place in my life, that next step in my life where I will experience that peace, that joy, that, uh, that happiness that all of us desire. Right? It could be power. Right? Oftentimes we could think, once I get that next promotion and people are reporting to me and I'm in power, I will be happy. It could be money, right? Once I get my next business and I make more money, then I will be happy. I will find joy. I will find peace. I will finally have this life of fulfillment. It could be maybe I want a nice body. I just 10 more pounds and I'm going to be completely happy. Or one more surgery and that's it. I'm going to be completely happy. I'm going to look how I want to look and perfect. I'm going to experience that peace, that joy, that happiness. It could be pleasure, Right? It's going to be that next vacation. Once I go on that vacation or that nice restaurant that everybody's talking about, once I go there, it's coming up, my happiness, my joy, I'm just not there yet. 
could be marriage, right? Once I get married, I'm going to be completely happy. Or once I get out of this marriage that I'm in and get into another one, my problems are going to be solved. I'll finally be happy. Finally have joy. It could be children, right? I, I want a child really bad, and that's a beautiful thing. These are not bad things that I'm listing. Power and money and a nice body and pleasure, marriage, children. These are wonderful and beautiful things, and we should want these things. But we do believe that until I have that child, until I have that grandchild, that's when I'm going to experience this joy, this happiness. It's just one more destination. That destination is coming up. It could be honor. Once I'm noticed for my accomplishments, I've been working so hard, I want somebody to notice me. And once people start noticing me, I'll be happy. Could be popularity. If I just get more followers on my Instagram or if I get more likes on my social media, once people start following me and I make a name for myself and I get on that social media platform, I'm, I've made it. I've reached my destination. I'm finally going to get happy. And what we're realizing is that this is an addiction. This is a behavioral addiction that although it has negative consequences, we still continue to do it. We're always waiting for that next destination. And no matter if the power or the money or the body or the pleasure or the marriage or the children or the honor or the popularity come, we're not satisfied. It doesn't fulfill all of our desires. And so until we give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, then we will never be happy where we are right here, right now. We have to make a decision about this destination addiction. That happiness is somewhere else versus right here, right now. We're so busy getting through the day rather than being in the day. And the day, throughout our day, we're constantly striving to that next destination versus arriving. We're striving versus arriving. We're here. We're not. And so today's gospel, we heard about two disciples. John the Baptist had disciples as well, people who followed John the Baptist, who followed Jesus. They're following, uh, so the two disciples we heard about in today's gospel, they're following St. John the Baptist and um, St. Andrew. And then one of the two, we don't get a name. We just know that Andrew is one of the two disciples that, is, uh, that, that belongs to St. John and that they decide to follow Jesus. One remains nameless. And I don't think that's by mistake that this second person who follows Jesus, one of the disciples from St. John, is nameless. And the Holy Spirit allows that in the Bible sometimes so that way we can enter into that. We are the nameless person in today's gospel. We are that person. You and I are the nameless person, and Jesus looks at us today and asks us the same question that he asked those people 2,000 years ago. What do you seek? What are you looking for? He knew what they wanted, why they were following him. And Jesus continues to ask this question, and he already knows the answer. Every single person in this church, myself included, what we seek is joy, peace, unity, love, happiness. 
Nobody here is going to say, I don't want that, Father. I love chaos. I don't want peace. I love drama. I don't want, I don't want peace. I, I love being unhappy. Nobody here would say that. God knows what our ultimate desire is. We want peace. We want love. We want joy. We want happiness. We all want to be happy. Every single person here wants that. So he knows what we want, and he wants to give that to us, rather than being addicted to this idea that other things, besides Jesus, is going to bring that peace, is going to bring that happiness, is going to bring that life that is completely fulfilled. And we can look for it in different places. We can look for it in the honor and the children and the marriage and the money and the popularity. And that's destination addiction. Because right here, right now, Jesus is offering us peace, happiness, joy, unity. So we leave here and say, I am living my best life today. I am living my best life today. So how do we recover from this destination addiction? I'll just give two points. How do we recover from this illness? It's an illness. That my happiness, joy, and peace will come later. Number one, to recover from destination addiction, that my happiness is coming after I have achieved this one thing, I would say that first thing we do is turn, in, turn it into a prayer of my ultimate destination addiction, which is heaven. So when I'm feeling tempted that I am, or if I'm feeling unhappy, or if I don't have peace, if I'm not experiencing that joy right here, right now, today, or throughout my day, let that be a reminder. You know what? What is my ultimate destination? What am I really, should I be addicted to? Which destination, which is heaven? And if we turn that thought process throughout our day, when we're feeling like, I just cannot experience happiness. Happiness is not here yet. It's going to come later. That's an opportunity to stop. To stop and say, I can experience Jesus right now. If I'm tempted to think that. Jesus says in Matthew 6, Jesus says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. First seek the things of God. First seek the things of heaven versus everything else that we're seeking. Money, marriage, power, popularity. Again, seeking Jesus and his kingdom of heaven while we're here on earth will be the only thing that will bring us that peace, that joy, that fulfillment that we're really looking for. And why? This isn't just a theory. Why? Why, why is that true? It's because only in heaven, when we are united with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all of our desires will be fulfilled. That's it. We are thinking and we believe that this earth, this world, can fulfill our deepest desires, and they can't. They can't. Sometimes when I talk to non-believers and they say, you know, heaven is just, it's not for real. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in, you know, I, I just don't believe in that. And you know, my response is, is just because you don't believe in the Bible and just because you don't believe in God, we know that heaven exists because no matter what we do on this earth to fulfill our desires, we want more. 
We're looking for that next job, that next paycheck, that next promotion, that next fill in the blank. And no matter what this world promises, can't fulfill us. So we have to assume that since I have the desire for more, 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 and the world cannot fulfill that desire, there has to be somewhere after we pass away, since we're always striving up, that will fulfill that desire. I don't need the Bible to tell you that heaven exists. I don't have to say the name of Jesus. How happy are we? What do we seek, as Jesus asks today? In the Our Father prayer, we pray on earth as it is in heaven. What we're saying is, Lord, right now I'm experiencing on earth this type of emptiness. But in heaven, I won't experience that. So when I get wrapped up in this destination addiction on earth, throughout our day, I fall into it as well. I could just say, right now, this is an opportunity for me to remind myself, really, what is my ultimate destination? What is my ultimate addiction? Which should be heaven. Because that's where I'm going to experience the peace here on earth. That's where I'll experience that joy that Jesus wants. So that's number one. Number two, to recover from destination addiction, that my happiness is coming after I have achieved this one thing. Let it be a reminder that I am waiting and not living. While again, marriage, career, children are good goals, Jesus Christ is the greater goal. Amen? He is the greater goal. Yes, we should have goals in life, but he's the ultimate goal. And we should not live like we're waiting on anyone or anything to get here to be happy. Because you and I already have him, and he is everything. Everything. Rather than looking forward for happiness, this next thing, looking forward constantly into the future of this next thing that is going to bring me happiness, rather than looking forward, let us look inward, because he's already arrived. Don't look forward. Look in here. He's here. He's arrived. So rather than waiting, we should be living. Because again, we can experience that joy, that peace, that fulfilled life that he wants for us. So brothers and sisters, in today's gospel, Jesus asks us, what do you seek? And we all seek joy, peace, and a life of a fulfillment. And addiction destination deprives us of that joy, that peace, and that fulfilled life. And to overcome the addiction destination, we must do two things. When tempted to think my happiness is somewhere in the future, number one, turn it into a prayer of my ultimate destination addiction, which is heaven. And also let it be a reminder that I am waiting and not living. And that's a waste. And many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist today. And what will Jesus find in your soul? And what will he find in my soul? Will Jesus find a soul that is suffering terribly from destination addiction, therefore becoming anxious, angry, bitter, resentful, unhappy? Will Jesus find a soul that isn't suffering from destination addiction because they know that joy, peace, and fulfillment can be found right here, right now in Jesus Christ. Amen.